Well, today we continue this series on uh, well, grace, gratitude, generosity, and we're in the gratitude section. Uh, this is the second of two, three sermons on gratitude. And um, again, I just would like to emphasize, I think gratitude is right at the heart of the Christian life. And so we're not just doing this because it's uh, November and Thanksgiving is coming up, but rather this is really key to our lives as Christians. So let me uh, read this, the scripture today. It's really pretty short, to the point, and then we'll pray and we'll jump right in. This is from 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would take these words of yours to us and the meditations of my heart. We pray that you would speak a very clear word to us about, it, about gratitude and what it means to be grateful people and how it can uh, really affect our lives. So speak to us uh, in a powerful way through your Holy Spirit. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. So I got a new car. You can see it in the back. It's a Ferrari. <laughs> Actually, no, it's a Subaru. <laughs> but I love it. And I have to tell you, these new cars, I hate to admit it, but I have to read the owner's manual. I wanted to get through life without reading an owner's manual. Um, but it is a complicated car. There's a lot going on. And here's what I want to tell you, and you probably know this already. This has been around for a while. It says I have a full array of warning lights, right? And it says if the check engine light comes on or the oil pressure light comes on, pull over, <laughs> stop, take it to a mechanic right away. Otherwise, there could be great damage to your vehicle. Don't continue driving. I remember an old AutoZone commercial, you may remember this from a few years ago, it listed all the things wrong that could go wrong if you didn't pay attention to your check engine light. Here's my point. We humans have engine lights too, check engine lights. We have those signals, each one of us, that uh, tell us when all is not right when something fundamentally is wrong and we should pay attention to those lights in our lives. I've learned over the years that I have a very clear one. When I am not grateful, when ingratitude fills my heart, and of course, you have to be mindful of this, but when ingratitude fills my heart, I know something is really amiss. That my life is just off balance. And it's a signal to me that I need to pull over <laughs> and take some time and pray and think through my life and check, on, check out what's really going on with me. It's a signal, a very clear signal to me that something's wrong. It signals to me that I just need to pull over and take stock. Now, you may not be aware of it, 
But you know what? That's your check engine light as well. It's true for everyone. That's how important it is to pay attention to ingratitude. Or to say it in a positive way, that's how important gratitude is. Gratitude, having a grateful heart and expressing thanks, is just at the heart of our well-being as people. Elie Wiesel, remember him, Nobel Prize winner, Holocaust survivor, writer, great thinker. He once said this, he said, when a person doesn't have gratitude, now listen to this, this is pretty powerful. When a person doesn't have gratitude, something is missing in his or her humanity. A person can be almost, and this is what's amazing, a person can almost be defined by his or her attitude toward gratitude. Almost be defined by this one thing. Now, if you don't believe Elie Wiesel, believe God. Because <laughs> God tells us the same thing in his word. Here is something you may not know. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Romans, tells us that ingratitude is the genesis or the source of all other sin. Isn't that interesting? Every week I try to put in something you may not know. You may not know that, I hope. The genesis of all other sin. This is what Paul writes. He says, For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but in their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. He goes on to say that ingratitude is, like I said, the source of all other sin. Murder, lust, greed, envy, deceit, malice, callousness, and every form of human sin. Now, what is it about ingratitude? How is that the case? What is it about ingratitude that has such power in our lives? Well, it's basically... Think about this. It's basically not recognizing that God is the source of all good. You remember in the very first sermon on grace, I talked about this, that one of the paradigm shifts we experience maybe in the Christian life is seeing that all of life is a gift from God. Gratitude is a humble posture, isn't it? It's realizing that something has been given to us that we can't earn or, or buy it's just a gift that God gives us. And when we're ingrateful, we kind of dismiss God, don't we? I mean, it's, it's, it's pride, thinking that we're in charge. To not give thanks is to not realize that all good originates in God. Ingratitude is being proud. It's really a denial of God's grace in our lives. In other words, to be grateful is to recognize that everything we have in life is a gift from God. And we see all of life as being undergirded by this thing called grace. Thomas Merton was a Trappist monk, a social activist, theologian, uh, writer, great man. 
And he said this. He said, to be grateful is to recognize the love of God in everything he has given us. And he has given us everything. Every breath we draw. Have you ever thought about this? Every breath we draw is a gift from God. Every moment of existence. Remember I said grace is an existential issue. Our existence is dependent on grace. Every moment of existence is grace, for it brings with it immense graces from him. Do you see why it's so important? It really gets down to who we are as people. It is right at the heart, I think, at what it means to live in God's will for us. You know, sometimes I have had so many counseling uh, sessions with people who are trying to discern God's will for their life. And I want to say, wow, one of the primary things about God's will for our life is really clear. It's to be grateful. And I believe gratitude is one of the keys, if not the key, to enjoying the abundant life that Christ has come to give us. Sometimes I don't think we realize this about gratitude. We think it's just kind of a cute little virtue. (laughs) But Paul says this, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And again, like I said last week, I don't think these verses are saying be grateful every once in a while, but our basic disposition, our basic posture in life is to be grateful. He wants our lives to be filled with gratitude. Well, like we said last week, why is this so important to God? Well, we are at our very best when we're grateful people, aren't we? Have you ever realized that? Who would you rather be with an entitled and grateful person or a person filled with gratitude? <laughs> Who would you like sp- to spend the day with? Right? Hard to be cranky <laughs> when you're grateful. Hard to feel entitled when you're grateful. It puts things in perspective. We're happier people. We're more positive. We're more at peace. We're content. You know, you can't be grateful and discontent at the same time. Cicero said it's the the mother of all the virtues. (laughs) Being grateful gets us through the tough times of life. And a number of you have have said to me over the weeks, Steve, all this grace and gratitude stuff is great, but what about when life is hard? And life can be hard, can it? What about when life just, when we're just in a bad spot and a tragedy hits? And we're disappointed or treated unfairly. Or you know all the things that can happen in life when we're betrayed. When something happens that we just never expected that just breaks our heart, how, how can we be grateful at a time like that? Well, I, 
this is what I'd like to, to say about gratitude. Sometimes it's a gift, and sometimes it's a discipline, to be honest with you. A day like today, I mean, you, you wake up, you walk up those stairs, and you see this amazing weather. I mean, how can you not be grateful, in a sense, right? Or your career takes off, or you're, you know, you're just one of those spaces in life when, when your marriage is going great, when you're, all your kids are thriving and they actually have jobs <laughs> and are independent, right? And you've launched them. And relationships are rich. And you live in a community where you feel like, wow, this is home. And I have these great relationships. You know, kind of like that woman I talked about last week who, who came to our new members class when I was a pastor in Burlingame who said, you know, I just looked at my life and I realized I have been so blessed. God has given, or somebody has given me so many things. She said, I came to your church to find out who the giver is. There are times like that. Aren't there? Where it's easy to be grateful. Remember I gave you that example of being in uh, Tuolumne Meadows with that sunset and the moonrise. How can you not be overwhelmed with a sense of awe and gratitude in a situation like that? So sometimes gratitude just overwhelms us. And it's right there and it's easy. But boy, sometimes it's tough. And to give thanks, to express words of gratitude and thanksgiving, to pray with thankfulness. Oh man, it's, it, it's hard. It's like peanut butter on the roofs of our mouths. It's just hard to say. Life is hard. Things go wrong. And we find it hard to be grateful. I've been there. Have you been there? You know, I think... I'm a pretty positive, pretty joyful, pretty grateful person, but I've got to tell you, I've been through my heart, hardships in life. And I've had my heart broken, been disappointed, and you know, all the rest. We all have. So, how are we grateful during those times? Well, I think this is where gratitude as a discipline comes in. Since gratitude is a command in, in this passage, did you catch it? Paul says, give thanks in all circumstances. He doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. Oh man, we have tragedies in life. We aren't grateful for those. Something horrible happens, but can we give thanks in all circumstances? Different. How do we do that? Well, it's a discipline. And we give thanks. You know, a competitive swimmer is going to swim lots of laps, right? To become a good swimmer. <laughs> lots and lots of laps. Those great NBA players, you know, you see them make their moves in those games. You look at that footwork. And you think, wow, what a great natural athlete. Yeah, definitely a great natural athlete. But man, I know. Those players work hours and hours on hours and hours doing it over and over again, just moving their feet to get it to be natural, right? That's a discipline. That's what we have to do as Christians sometimes, is we give thanks when we don't feel like it. 
Lewis Smedes was one of my uh, professors in seminary, and he's written a lot on gratitude, and gratitude in hard times. And he said, gratitude dances through the open windows of our hearts. We cannot force it. We cannot create it. And we can certainly close our windows to keep it out. But we can also keep them open and be ready for joy when it comes. There have been times, he writes, when if someone had told me life is a gift, I would have wanted to give it back. There was so much about life that I hated, so much pain that I could not locate grace enough to stir the ashes of gratitude. But I said thanks anyways, and saying it helped me to keep the window open. There's always something to be grateful for. Always. We don't, see, see, gratitude can lead to perception. Giving thanks can help us see what to give thanks for. Do you, you see that? We don't see in order to give thanks and rejoice. We give thanks and rejoice in order to see. Do you see no reason to be joyful and grateful? Maybe something go, is going on in your life. Well, give thanks, and you will. Your eyes will open up. Seeing doesn't lead to thanksgiving. Giving leads to perception. And God is asking us to be thankful for all things, from the little things to the big things. Sometimes we think gratitude is about the little things in life. I mean, little but big. Good food, great home, material possessions. But our, our real foundation for gratitude as Christians is the big things. Big things such as God's presence, that God will never leave us. For salvation, for community, for grace. Always something to be thankful for. George MacDonald once wrote, wrote, Obedience is the opener of the eyes. We don't see in order to obey. We obey in order to see. Do you see that? It's perception. Because there's always something to be grateful for. You know, I, many of you have traveled the world and you've met people from other cultures. I, I have been amazed to be in, in places of great poverty where people really had nothing. And one of the things that I've often noticed about these people is their lives are marked by deep gratitude and joy. It's perception. I remember when I was a pastor in Burlingame and, you know, congregation very much like this. So much. And we had one of our, our mission partners from West Africa, a young West African, come and speak to our congregation. And it was a time when West Africa was going through horrible atrocities. And he was a pastor there, right in the midst of it. And he was sharing about these atrocities, but then also sharing about the great things that God was doing in the midst of these terrible circumstances. I think for all of us, what amazed us was the sense of joy, the sense of gratitude in his life in the midst of just horrible, horrible things going on in his, in his town. 
When we give thanks, it opens our eyes to give more thanks. You know, somebody uh, sent me an article this week that was very interesting about the effects of gratitude on the brain. You know, they're doing a, you know, the brain is just fascinating. <laughs> and we're learning so much about it. I remember watching uh, 60 Minutes one time on brain injuries from Iraq and the Afghanistan wars, which was the injury for those wars. And the person in charge of this research for the Army said, you know, the brain, we just are just scratching the surface on research in brains. It's amazing. But this person sent me this article on research, and it was talking about, wow, the positive effects of gratitude on the brain that they could, you know, sense, do MRIs, and when people were grateful, certain parts of their brain would light up. And, uh, wow, they talked about how it has such an effect on the brain. You can actually change the molecular uh, part of your brain as you give gratitude. And one of the things they've realized is giving gratitude leads to more gra gratitude. <laughs> As you get in this habit of being grateful, it helps you to be more grateful. You actually change the pathways of your brain. You know, in, in my life, when you know, I, that engine light goes on, what I do is I pull over, I get in touch, and I do what I've called thanks therapy. <laughs> Just start giving thanks. It's hard sometimes. Oh, I search for something. But after a while, you realize, wow, there are things to be grateful for, even in the midst of the most difficult situations. You know, let me close with this. The Amazon River, biggest river in the world. The, Huge. More volume than the Yangtze, the Mississippi, and the Nile combined. Did you know that? And the mouth of the Amazon River is 90 miles wide. <laughs> so when early European discoverers and, um, came to South America and they came into the mouth of the, the river, they didn't realize that they were in the mouth. They thought they were still out to sea and oftentimes there were doldrums there and they'd get stuck in the mouth of the river and supplies would run low, water would be depleted and sailors would die of thirst. And when the indigenous peoples paddled out in their canoes to the ships, the frantic sailors would ask where to find fresh water and the natives would laugh and point to the water right beneath them. They were in the midst of all this fresh water and didn't know it. The same is true of us, folks. The discipline of giving thanks, of being grateful, opens our eyes to the abundance of God's gracious gifts, which are always all around us, even in the most difficult circumstances of life. You just have to pay attention to the engine light. Amen.